0: Welcome to The Grant, the EU Funding Podcast. My name is Niels Winter and I am the creator, editor and host of The Grant. This summer I released an episode focusing on the hardships of writing proposals over the summer and on the deadline structure in Horizon Europe. It is one of the most popular episodes that I have released and many people got back to me afterwards thanking me for picking up the subject. Briefly after, I picked up a LinkedIn post by a Cypriotic grants consultancy company, Grant Experts, that flagged that they were running a 4-day working week over the summer. In other words, they seemed to scale down and giving their employees a break in what is one of the most difficult periods as a grants writer. I was intrigued to find out more and I therefore reached out to the company. I ended up with a podcast recording schedule with head of Erasmus unit, Christina Achilleos to have a talk about how they actually made that work in all practicality. It is a wonderful talk about the conditions as a grants consultant and how on earth they pulled through with such a great initiative during a rough period. Please enjoy. welcome to the grand podcast the EU funding podcast one and only still and I keep saying this in each introduction to each program because I don't have any competition yet um I am continuing my efforts to fill in the timeline series timeline series it's a long effort actually that I've put myself out on so that's 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 rolling and that's uh, that's that I keep filling on that but uh, as you all know who have been listening to this from the beginning or started listening, I also have guests' episode. And a p- particular f- episode that was very f- uh, likened by a lot of people was the one I did this summer on the efforts uh, and strains and hardships it is to develop proposals over the summer. So the, the proposals with the deadline in August and September and how how difficult that is as a proposal developer. Now, in the, in the wake of that or in the aftermath of that, I noticed on LinkedIn uh, a post from one of my contacts mentioning that in their grants consultancy company, they had run a, a test of a four-day working week. Now obviously that is a beautiful bridge and beautiful add-on to that discussion i i had this summer with george and ivana and uh obviously uh, naturally i reached out and now i keep talking about a company i keep talking about a post and so it's not nice to talk about people in third person when they're in the same room so christina welcome
1: Hello, hello, Niels. Thank you very much for the invitation. It's really great to be uh, invited by you at the grant Series. So I am really, really looking forward to the discussion today. I'm sure we're going to cover a lot of interesting things.
0: This is nice. (laughs) What we're going to do here is something that... But this is something that actually people, they um, care about out there. Because I, I can see from my timeline series, that's a sort of... That's a guidance tips and tips and tricks series uh, that has some traction, and then I have my interviews with different layers of of, of different areas of of the of the grants uh, and project business, but but the, the 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 episode this summer that's an opinion, yeah? like the opinion side pages in, in the newspaper, right? So it was a a it was us having a colored, so to say a a an opinion about things and this is in the same uh category so this is something that people actually like because it's not that often in this business that people they come out with frustrations or with uh with their opinions about what the commission is doing or with with, with conditions in the sector and so on and so forth so this is something i i predict that there will be many people listening to this episode
1: <laughs> great, great. We're very happy about that.
0: <laughs> so uh, let's not uh, keep people in oblivion. You are a, a consultant from the Cypriotic uh, Grants, consultancy consulting company, Grant Experts. And I'm not going to say any more. I'm just going let to let you present yourself. Great.
1: Thank you. So yes, indeed, I am representing Cyprus in uh, today's episode. I am Christina Gileos. I am an EU funding consultant and head of Erasmus Plus unit at Grand Expert Consulting. Uh, We are a boutique consultancy specialized in all things about national and EU funding programs. Uh, We are active since uh, 2009 and we are really, you know, proud because Our founder, Dr. Sile Haji Christodoulou, she started this company from a national grant uh, in 2009, which was uh, back then uh, uh, funding, um, uh, you know, innovative and forward-looking business ideas for especially for female entrepreneurship. So we have, you know, started ourselves from uh, such a grant. And um, we are really, really happy because we are a very passionate team. Uh, we love to help the organizations and the clients that we represent realize their dreams, make their dreams come true through EU funding and national funds. So, yes, um, I have started uh, as a full-time proposal writer since 2016. I have experienced in a lot of uh, European programs, majorly in Horizon Europe and Erasmus+. So, briefly about me... Uh, these are the information, and yeah. we can, you know, we can uh, even discuss more details in uh, in the continuation of this podcast.
0: Well, we'll see. It's um, so you have been working with this for eight
1: years, yes. seven, eight years. Yes, yes, yeah. that's true. Yeah. That's true.
0: And you, so you were, so you were, you a junior when you sort off. Yes, actually. When you came, yeah, up?
1: yeah, yeah, I actually started from from zero, I would say. I, I yep. you know, found out uh, about uh, this very, very interesting uh, field, and uh, myself, uh, you know, being—I uh, I really like being being challenged, and I really liked to grow in an environment. And I found that this job is really for me because it helps you combine a number of skills—research skills, analytical skills, presentation skills. Then you you get the chance to meet uh, a whole new network. Of people on a local and uh, EU level. So it's really has been a, an interesting ride. And uh, for me, it's definitely rewarding that I have managed to, you know, grow from zero to where I am today, being ahead of my unit. So, yes, it's a, it's a really great, uh, you know, it's a great journey and it doesn't end here. I'm sure there will be a lot more in the future.
0: <laughs> you, uh, I can promise you, you can do this for the rest of your life. <laughs> And still, still only scratch, scratch corner, I promise.
1: You know, uh, Liz, what's interesting about our job? We get to, you know, work with so many people and so many diverse projects within one year. That you know, you really, you really grow as a person. This is what I mostly keep. And at the same time, you develop your career in such a, you know, rewarding manner. So definitely, I see this as a full time uh, career. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Indeed. So, where is your? What do you like to do the most? Do you like to write the proposals, or do you like to facilitate partnerships? What is uh, what's your side of, sort of call Oh. Where you think? Well, that's...
1: to be very honest with you, I am uh, the professional that likes a uh, little bit of everything in what we do. Uh, but yep. uh, I think that uh, what you know uh, differentiates me is uh, how I can manage to view things differently and write up proposals in a very unique manner um, i i always like to you know develop proposals with a very um uh, unique let's say eyes and uh, mm-hmm. i really like to be involved in creating new networks i really like to network with people a lot discuss about new ideas new projects uh, what what can we you know how can we help our country and Europe move forward, become more digital, more inclusive. Yes, these are the things that really excite me.
0: Good. Now, this is don't, uh, shamelessly self-promotion. I always, <laughs> I always tell people that I invite on board that they have a <laughs> they have a carte blanche to, uh, to, <laughs> to shamelessly self-promote because I'm asking people out of I know people have an interest because they get visibility through the podcast. But but basically, I, I'm asking them to do it out of you're know, like the the rest of the things that they're supposed mm-hmm, to do. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, I always say just just go. You're like <laughs> <laughs> promote for Christ's sake. <laughs>
1: for, <laughs> well, it's a nice you know it's a nice opportunity. We don't uh, we don't get asked often on what we do, what we like, what is our passion in our profession, and at,
0: that's correct. Yes,
1: and at the same. That's at correct. At the same time, Nils, we are so there are so many professionals in our field. We are doing so many nice things at the same time, and I think it's time that people have the chance and the opportunity to come up front and speak about their work, about who they are, what they do, what they like, what they don't like. So- yeah, yeah.
0: And it's part of. So I have in the podcast universe, I have a segment or a corner there called I have labeled Consultants Corner. With exactly this purpose that as I move on, I will on a regular basis uh, uh, zoom in on the consultancy sector. How things work there and uh, the the ways that people are attacking these things and so on. Exactly for this reason. Because we never talk about it. We (laughs) don't talk about ourselves. We help clients with all their things and we let them talk. and, And then we meddle with things and then we go back to our shadow world. Of uh, <laughs> writing their stuff. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's true.
0: That's yeah. True. A little bit of of um, of digging in our own in your own stuff here. So let's um, let's just sh- briefly move on to a short uh, grant experts introduction, the company you work in.
1: Great. So as I said, we are uh, expert grant writers and uh, we are a one-stop shop for the clients that we represent, meaning that we are involved in uh, in proposal writing and we represent a number of uh, profiles, meaning that we work with SMEs, startups. This is our, let's say, core uh, target group and at the same time we are uh, collaborating with uh, research institutions, universities, um, and uh, we uh, lead proposal writing for for the various projects uh, that uh, they have in hand. We create strategic roadmaps for them. In in essence, we are giving them, let's say, uh, a a plan of the the programs that they can apply uh, within uh, one year. I mean, from the moment that they come to us and they say that they would like to uh, reach out for national or new funds. We, of course, write the proposals on behalf of these uh, clients and once the proposal becomes a project, meaning, meaning it is approved, then we are also involved in, uh, in project management. We are experts in project management and financial management, both for national programs and European programs uh and uh, at the same time we are also participating as uh, partners and coordinators in a number of uh, projects for grant expert
0: okay so it's it's classical uh grant consultancy exactly. that you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly uh, with, with supporting clients writing their stuff and then sometimes you go into proposals
1: not sometimes i would say quite often we are very very active in, uh, in managing our own projects and we are really, you know, happy and passionate about it because we are, you know, through our work uh, making a, an impact. Uh, so we really like, uh, you know, being involved in projects with a real impact. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, tell me, in, uh, um, how, is, how is this business in Cyprus?
1: Well, I would say uh, that... Um, things at the moment are, are you know, um, our work is more known now than in the past, than, you know, in the, mm-hmm. in, the in the previous 10 years, I would say. Uh, very, very respectable and uh, we actually operate on a national level, but at the same time we are working on a, on an EU level. So I would say that's a combination of, of both things. Um, but at the same time, uh, as I said, we are finally known about our work, highly respected, and uh, we I think we are viewed as very as a very serious organization, which is a great thing for us. Well,
0: how is the How is the Innovation community, so to say, so businesses at you know like uh, developing new technologies and, and 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 going for EU funding for it, and the universities, the research environment. Uh, is it-
1: yes, yes. So uh, all of these uh, you know, you know uh, organizations, types of organizations that you have mentioned, have been you know very active in the last let's say uh, four years. This is why also we have seen a higher absorption rate of. Of, uh, of funds through the horizon uh, uh, program for these beneficiaries here in Cyprus which shows that there is you know a, a clean cut let's say uh, shift towards uh, new funding um well from uh, from an innovation point of view and an, entre- an entrepreneurial point of view and the startup scene here in Cyprus um we are trying I mean uh, also the the national let's say um, movement is to turn uh, transform Cyprus as a startup hub so we are seeing relevant projects and uh, initiatives happening at this moment in uh, in Cyprus I would say that we are not there yet but good uh, steps are being taken towards this direction I am sure that Cyprus will be on the on the ecosystem map on a more let's say strong identity in the next five to seven years yeah. good mm-hmm.
0: happy to hear because yep. uh, you're one of the smaller countries so yes. it's always a little yes. bit um
1: yeah. mm-hmm. you know
0: and i guess many of the research communities have a strong connection to greece i guess
1: yes but not limited to i would say that uh, as, a, as a country and uh, as you know uh a research and innovation ecosystem we are at this moment well linked with uh, a lot a lot of uh, networks in, in in europe which is a good thing and i think that the the instrument the vehicle to be able to achieve this is the european uh, programs so there's a clear link here between the two
0: good and that's work, and that's work for you
1: not uh... not true. <laughs> <Not> true. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And that is uh, making a nice little a nice little uh, path over here, a nice little bridge onto the main subject of the of the episode. Mm-hmm. So um just refreshing from my introduction. so um, we have this business that is very resource intensive, where especially if you're a grants consultant uh, on the so if, on the private side um it's something where you would often have a, a very heavy pressure mm-hmm. on almost on all uh capacities in a company that is dealing with the proposal preparation um towards all deadlines summer deadlines as we discussed this uh, this summer mm-hmm. the ones that are in end august start september of course they are particularly um, uh, difficult to deal with but any deadline it's something that puts a high pressure on on um, on 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 company, especially if it's not if you're a smaller one as in 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 your case, and then pops this message up that you have been running a test of a four-day working week. So we're going to have a talk about those two things, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because as I also wrote you in the in the rundown. Yes. Uh, so normally. You have a sector where there's a big pressure on the price,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that goes that's across Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some, some consulting companies. They, of course, are working in a market where they can charge higher, but it's still maybe in relation to the real salary level of mm-hmm. that place mm-hmm. uh, and expenses. There's a pressure on the price, uh, and that results in that you need to deal with several proposals at the same mm-hmm. time for the case of profit and then uh which is painful, and then you start to lack personal resources because you need to take more proposals in and 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 then it goes in a circle, right so you have you lack personnel because also they are not you don't get the best people they go to management consulting or something like this uh because the the the, the salaries are much higher there oh, yeah. yeah. it's a much better market to be in so that that difficult this these conditions makes it a rough market to be in as a consultancy Mm -hmm, company mm -hmm. now so we sort of we put that up there uh so because i've i've been in the business i've been in private uh, quite a while so i've seen it from inside also Uh, so i guess it's the same for you guys um yeah so we're not going to discuss how you survive as a business so to say but we can probably we'll probably is it's not going into detail of sharing uh, things that you don't want to share uh, with with other uh, of your competitors. But what we will need to what we are going to talk about here is we're going to have a chat about the background of this four day approach, um, how you managed it, if, if there were conditions agreed with the with the employees, so on and so yes. forth. So we're just gonna. So we're just gonna. So if you just. Just shortly introduce us. So what happened prior to 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 this initiative? what um, what led to all this? Can you ex- uh, share it with me? sure.
1: Us? sure. Uh, first of all, uh, related to what you said, and related also to what we hear from other people regarding our profession. Uh, is that, ah, you have a very fancy work, you are traveling all the time. Uh, so ev- everyone from the outside think that the, this job is, uh, you know, it's, it's easy, but uh, the true story here is, uh, like you said, Nils is a very tough and challenging job, especially when you are managing a lot of things at the same time, project management, and that's correctly uh, you have mentioned, Developing proposals and trying to catch up deadlines. So in reality, this creates a very hectic schedule for an entire team, and you don't, you know, have let's say the even the flexibility to leave any resources uh, working on a on a flexible mode. You cannot do that. I mean, you really want to take the best out of your team, be on time. Uh, deliver high quality, high quality for us is very important so you understand Mm -hmm. that this adds more pressure to the team Uh, so if you want to be out there and you want to be top on what you are doing then definitely you need to put in the long hours and you know uh, achieve the best that you can achieve so uh, back to your question how uh, our management team uh, realize the need to implement the four-day uh, work per week so um, we are always busy people for sure but uh, I can honestly say that during the pandemic we have worked more than I don't know uh, maybe the, the previous three years combined so you can understand the, the pressure that uh, the team uh, had on its uh, shoulders. We submitted on a number of um, different, let's say, programs. So this resulted into you know, having to be available for a lot of deadlines. So close to spring this year, we have uh, you know, realized through the, uh, the meetings that we have uh, very frequently as a management team that, okay, guys, we really need to do something. To diffuse our people, we really need to do something to remove all of this pressure, so that people can, you know, take a breath, relax, recharge, being being able to, I don't know, uh, bring bring themselves back to what's really important, and you know, help them to become even even more motivated. So. Having, having read on uh, on, the, on the basic concept of the four day uh, uh, work week and the benefits that it, it, it can potentially give uh, to, to employees, uh, we discussed this and at the beginning, I have to be honest with you, we were not even sure if we wanted to go there, if we wanted to, to yeah. implement. It was not mm-hmm. an easy decision. Because when you really uh, cut one whole day from someone's Mm -hmm. schedule, it can be really challenging. First of all, you have much less time for meetings, and we have quite a lot of meetings within our working week, then you Mm -hmm. have definitely less time to dedicate to your proposal writing, to your project management, running a risk to miss Deadlines, so all of these things that you know come naturally from from uh, tracking, let's say, productivity and efficiency of, of a team. Yeah. But there's a but nevertheless, we we thought that the team deserves it, first of all. We are very, you know, forward-looking and uh, flexible, so we are always trying to find ways to keep the team happy. And uh, you know, uh, showing in practical terms how we care about uh, about our team. So we decided to take the you know kind of a little faith and uh, implement this, but on a pilot basis. So we thought that the summer period would be ideal to to mm-hmm. to test this. Uh, so, um, what our uh, uh, founder uh, and, uh, and director uh, has done, she has uh, prepared previous to implementing the four day uh, work week a quick evaluation, a quick questionnaire on whether actually people believe in this initiative. So, uh, we asked the team, Do you like this idea? If yes, give us reasons why. If not, give, un- give us reasons why. And majorly, she has asked whether the team believes that they will be challenged in any case by this, uh, by this new practice. Uh, we received a high interest from all the team members. They really wanted to give it a try. So it was like a common decision. And indeed, we have uh, implemented it. Uh, we had our last Friday off last weekend. <laughs> So one week back (laughs) it was extended for the first week of September Mm -hmm. and uh, now we are at the the moment where we want to evaluate, we want to assess, we want to receive comments if people really appreciated first of all this four day uh, uh, work week, um, if they really found a chance to rest, if it was useful for them. Uh, what challenged them. I am sure that we all found challenging points (laughs) from from Uh this experience. So yeah.
0: Let's start from Let's start from the so the four-day work week. That's something that, especially in the Nordic countries, no, you, <laughs> Finland, some places, with Denmark, Sweden. Heard I'm not sure I've heard of Germany, but it's so. The, so just to align the listeners, this is a, a when you have been organizations that has been implemented this, mm-hmm. implementing mm-hmm. this, have experienced that there's no uh, decrease in output.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's that's basically the 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 uh, the, 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 the conclusion yes. from from yes. the the research. Yes. Um, and so so this is this is the theory behind it, so to say, or, or empirical uh, results behind this that should tempt uh, other organisations to do the same, because as is obvious for the motivation here with Grand Express, definitely, uh, in their, that you give people a chance to reload their batteries on a regular basis and not just in batches after heavy uh, he- heavy workloads after months and then you get one week or three days whatever mm-hmm. and and then you're supposed to go yes. back and 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 start yes. start in the hamster yes. so that's the th- that's the idea behind so this is something where you that was the basic motivation to say we need to diffuse and and give the employees of of our Consulting company here, a a general reload on a continuous basis, so to say. Yep. That worked. Did it I, work?
1: Well, I I mostly believe. Still, we need to see the you know the the results of the evaluation. As I said, we just finished. I mean, the pilot application of this. So we wanted. How did you feel? We wanted to test it. I, I can I can tell you personally how I experienced uh, uh, yep. this uh, fourth day work week. Uh, it was motivating because I knew that even even if I had to put in extra effort Monday to Thursday, let's say, then I would have a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to to relax and I don't know. This, uh,
0: which is which is good in Cyprus. Yes,
1: so yes, <laughs> I think it's the best thing that can happen to you, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you can uh, live for a long weekend, re- yeah, the beach, the, yeah, else, yeah, relax, yeah, yes, relax by the beach. <laughs> have your cocktails and, you know, totally, totally uh, unwind, for sure. Uh, But okay. Being very honest with you at the same time, um, there is definitely the consideration that you minimize your available time for meetings, for follow up, for, for collaboration with your peers, with your collaborators. Uh, so I think, I think it's a, it's a, it's a really, really good practice. Uh, with some modifications in the future. So if a company wants to apply, uh, it really needs to consider both the the positive things and the the challenging, I will not say negative parts here, I would say challenging, uh, before deciding to apply uh, this practice. Um, But mostly I believe it was a good thing for us. Mostly I believe uh, it was a positive experience
0: so I'm curious yes. because if I obviously because this is this is what this podcast in general mm-hmm. is, you know, I can mm-hmm. touch a lot about you know, the, the, the the many layers and facets of developing a proposal. Mm-hmm. That's at least part of yes. what what this is about. To demystifying or at least to give people a a, a chance to to understand it better, so 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 that so we all agree that that writing proposals that's a very complex and resource intensive
1: uh, task. Hundred uh, percent.
0: If you do it yourself, or if you do it in a team, yeah. it, it's always resource intensive. For sure. It can be less if you have, but it, it's, it's rough. For sure. Um, how how did you handle? um i guess i guess your summer here is so this is all reliant on 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 the the leads you had to work with this summer
1: Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah.
0: so so you just we just discussed um before hitting the red button record Mm -hmm. um your, your your submissions and you have one now but you didn't have one for the for the early autumn here or august september which probably would have been a little bit more uncomfortable uh, if you have had a big Horizon proposal due for the 6th of September.
1: Well, uh, in reality, when making these uh, strategic decisions, you consider all of these factors. And definitely the the submission deadlines uh, uh, plan ahead of us at this very moment, at this timing that we have decided to implement the four day work week was favorable, let's say for us and you're hundred yeah. percent right here. I mean, yes, if we had, let's say concurrent submissions for Horizon and for Erasmus, then I don't think that we would be, you know, in a position to at least decide, make the actual decision to, to implement. We would still. Exactly. I am still confident that we would be able to find other ways to diffuse this pressure of our team, uh, but yeah. maybe not so easy to implement uh, the fourth day work week.
0: Yeah. So you have proposals, but it was not. It was still decided on the basis. This is basis that this would actually be doable with the leads that you had also. so okay That's true. but it's still still developing proposals right still work to do
1: yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: so let's have a look at let's have a look at that now it's it's geeky this you know because i've been there myself so we can it's so for people who are doing this it's interesting to listen to to dig a little bit into the corners here so yes. so the the work you did have now it's it's um, it's meeting heavy And it's it's information heavy. No matter what kind of proposal you prepare, still you need to gather information you don't have yourself. Mm
1: -hmm,
0: mm You are reliant on other people, for sure. And especially in the summer, you are very. This is what we discussed in the in the summer uh, struggle episodes, that you have this this south holiday, north Mm -hmm. holiday issue. So you're reliant on people, and if you actually catch them.
1: I was gonna say the same. thing. If you thing. can't catch
0: them, you have, to, you have to take that bloody meeting, no matter what happens. I, yeah? I, yeah, you are very. Yeah, yeah. You have to be yourself. You're the only one that is the real flexible person uh, in the whole thing, so to say, among the partners, because they have their holidays. That they you, you might be lucky that that the coordinator said I'm gonna skip holidays.
1: I you know, I hundred yeah. percent resonate and uh, you know identify exactly with what you said. And it's, yeah. uh, you know, we are very, we at Grand Expert, we are very active uh, with uh, Erasmus Alliances for Innovation submission deadline. Okay, so this has been the experience uh, also last year and this year. It's really, really funny because when we have the high intensity writing period, which for the September deadline starts uh, in the months of June, July, and August. So, June July is uh, it's a how to say a high working period for us here in Cyprus, whereas in uh, in the in the in the rest of uh, Europe, and, and and as you said the very correct examples that you mentioned, they are away in the, in the months of June and July, but still they are back in August, which is very <laughs> contradicting again because we are away.
0: That is actually we
1: are away in August, and really if you are the uh, the lead proposal writer for such a demanding let's say uh template this has happened to me last year not this year uh, i went for holidays in august and i had let's say one eye open for for my submission and one eye to my holidays and i, I can honestly say it was a complete mess <laughs> oh yeah, yeah you don't of course. you don't really enjoy the holidays you cannot really
0: I don't know. Uh... No, no, no. I've been having Christmas holidays like that.
1: <laughs> well,
0: if we, if... Uh, uh, both summer holiday <laughs> and Christmas holidays like that, where you're going for meetings, you go home from the beach <laughs> to take a meeting with. Uh... Yeah, but, if we have to, no, but I, if we have to, I missed my question. Yes,
1: Tell me.
0: So the question I wanted to ask—it's—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's what we're talking about here—is that. What if if that day that you're off, there is no chance that you can take you you need to take meetings with? So this meeting logistics,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how did you handle that? You do just let's talk about you. You don't need to talk about how your colleagues handle. How did you handle that? Because you it because that's the issue when you're a consultant, you are paid money to deliver a service to the client, yes. right? So it's not really. It's not a, it's a no go to say no I cannot mm-hmm. I'm off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's not it doesn't work. No, it doesn't work in this business, yeah. No. It's it's then they're not going to choose you next time when you develop. it. So it's obvious. If you if you start to be difficult to have meetings with. <laughs> they are the ones that're supposed to be difficult having meetings with.
1: <laughs> well, I I personally I follow the really proactive let's say approach to how I handled my meetings within those 2 months I applied personally therefore they were for the work week uh, for two months uh yeah. July and August. Uh so knowing that I would be away on on Fridays uh you know made me um uh, highly proactive and I arranged all my meetings all the other days but uh I, you know it was not it was not easy for sure uh I was hoping my away message would work. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, but that, they don't. That, there you go. You have my away message. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am implementing a very, uh, let's say, innovative uh, strategy. <laughs> I am on the mm-hmm. beach, so don't don't bother mm-hmm. with me. <laughs> well, okay, then They yes. will bother you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was uh, challenging, definitely. Um, when a request, an urgent request came, I was there. I have to be honest. I was there. But uh yeah. I made sure did to you... at, li- at least at least uh to make the most of the available Fridays that I had. I okay, managed so I-, I managed.
0: Did you did you shift your day off, so to say? Did you sometimes move it to Monday? Or
1: uh no 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 no. It was it was indeed a Friday. But if I have to share a little secret I, you know, I found myself um, ah, working either on Saturday or on Sunday. Not not a lot, but but I did that to be able to catch up. Not all the weeks, but I did that.
0: Yeah, so this is where it starts, too, because we all do. Well I don't do now I, because I don't I don't write proposals anymore. Well I I I am
1: I am I am, I am, re- I am referring specifically to implementing uh, this uh, for take work quick if I if I have to refer to what happens generally yes this happens all the time Yeah
0: so the thing is yeah. so it's not what I'm what I'm interested in in digging a little bit in, in uh, scratching a little bit here because the, now you said something that is should be for all uh, private grant writers, but probably uh, anyone writing a proposal, right? Yeah. You cannot, it's, it's, um, when, when you get closest to the deadline, you, it's just, it's simply impossible not to use your weekends. It's not possible,
1: especially when uh, the deadline is, is approaching, yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, yeah, if you are, if you are, uh, let's say, uh, uh committed. In, um, in, in projects, in proposals where you have consortia involved, so you have, let's say, 10 to 13, 14 partners at the same time and you are the lead proposal writer. Of course, I mean, there's no other way that you can deliver a high-quality proposal without uh, dedicating all the available time that you have prior to the deadline, for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And do you know... I think what I, where I'm trying, what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to get at is, mm-hmm. this is this is the baseline. Yeah, that's the baseline. That 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 over summer, if you have proposals in September, you have. It's not a horizon, but it's still a proposal. Ah, huh? it's still yeah, yeah, where you need sure, to get sure. so, so it still work. Yeah, yeah it's not But uh, it's still heavy work to do uh, uh, a. Sure, for sure, for sure. That's always in the summer, where you. Uh. But what this four-day working week did was it it sounds like it made you focus on efficiency. So I I need to cut these things short or I need to make sure that I have these meetings during the week. So at least you could almost have a full working day in, in on average a full Friday, so to say. Sometimes <laughs> you take a meeting or so on, but then that's off and then normal work would appear on mm-hmm. Saturdays and Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> did you, you cannot, now get now, it
1: gets, <laughs> now it gets
0: even more more interesting. Did you tell your manager <laughs> Did you tell Sylvia?
1: <laughs> well listen we are very we are very flexible in how we work. I mean we can organize our schedules and our agendas so I you know it's a it's a it's a demanding job, so certain things we will will pop up. I mean you cannot avoid it. Yeah, and all of us being in in this field for so many years now, we are. I mean, the the entire team, uh, we are professionals in the field for a lot of years. So we know we know the challenges that exist in uh, in, in in this job, and uh, you know, having to deal with things that pop up uh, all the time is one of the things that we do. And it's okay. It's not all the time, at least. I mean, this is not conti- continuous, continuously happening. Uh, well celia from her from her own uh, let's say side and we are all of us very appreciative of this uh, let's say uh management style she's very open she wants us to uh you know um at least most of the working days of the week to um work on our standard let's say hours mm-hmm. we're we're trying to make the the best that we can uh, we can do but we love our job. By the minute that you love your job, it's uh, you know, a mathematical equation is not the no. the way the to is, approach things here. You know, the,
0: the, the thing is, when you when when you are in the grants business, it's that's that's that is the business. You cannot really. It is because it's resource intensive if we talked we talked about it already but that's just how it is yeah it's you cannot just sit with your it's very difficult to have a, a nine to five
1: schedule. I agree with you days. I agree with it you is, this is yes this is why I said that you need a certain uh, level of flexibility on, on how you manage things in your personal uh, web work, uh, work agenda okay yeah. uh, and at least at least. Trying to maintain a balance between the periods that are, let's say, uh, deadlines less incentive, and the periods where you have a lot of deadlines in front of you. So, for you, in order for you not to burn out, you know, it's important.
0: Uh, uh.
1: And I think I think this this way of managing your personal work schedule really comes after you develop a good experience in our in our field. Mm -hmm. So with time. You learn how to, to manage.
0: Yeah, and I think also uh, I don't know which kind of what business model you are doing with with Grand Experts. In you know the business model was <clears throat> a basic fee. Uh, most of of what I've been dealing with, basic fee, and then a success fee.
1: Yeah. Yes, this is uh, how we work as well.
0: Yeah, so it's if you if you do win proposals on a regular basis then you start to becoming it you can you can kick you can kick it a little bit eh? you can you can you can start to lower your shoulders a little bit uh with the success fee and even if you then uh, are involved as a partner so you have a project budget uh, for sure uh, for sure and that's but it's different from 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 company to company and it's also related to what kind of of funding schemes you're approaching as a company because european mm-hmm. especially horizon is notoriously difficult to deal with um, also the eic for instance for the smes it's it's the success rate is very low
1: yes I know. and you and to, <laughs>
0: and to incorporate that in the price is sometimes rough and that relates to what we started talking about that this is not a business that people are prepared to pay a lot of money for because they want to see that it come through so they are not prepared to say that as a so there's a success rate let's just say that i think you know we said we had a success rate of of 33 or something like this uh, across the group but that's still uh, even if if you as a company operate with lower 25 percent for instance or 20 percent, which is still higher than the the average horizon yeah, then it's to get the clients to accept that it's it it pushes it makes it difficult it, compared to if you approach funding schemes where the chance is much for instance if you have a national funding schemes where mm-hmm. say it's almost secure that you get it if you just put pen to paper um
1: no not necessarily if you allow me to disagree with you here, but okay.
0: <laughs> it depends what countries. For instance, in the Netherlands, for instance, you uh, it was, it's a huge P and O business uh, okay. because they do tax deduction. You have tax deduction uh, mm-hmm. schemes in the Netherlands, where okay. companies that that do innovation mm-hmm. that has it a part of their budget, they can they can apply for tax deduction from the D- Dutch government.
1: I see. I see. And that's okay. that's not
0: that's not even that's not even a success rate. You have to screw everything up in <laughs> in those <laughs> applications to get it, but they were still working with with a very favorable payment from the clients because they were just happy uh mm-hmm. that someone would do it. So there you see that was a, a source of income that's mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. in Belgium where I was the 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 Flemish funding schemes much higher success rate than the the horizon. So the the local team uh, dealing with Flemish, they had a much higher success rate and income than the European team where I mm-hmm. was in. Even though we did the same work, we maybe even like a tad more rough experience in our end because we really have to fight for it in, in, well, in, in well, the EU part. And then, so you see, some, so as a company, so for you, I don't know. It sounds like uh, Cyprus. It's in the rough end for national funding.
1: <laughs> it is. It is completely, and uh, we are really, uh, you know, active in representing clients, especially to the schemes that concern uh, innovative startups and SMEs, or any any kind of schemes that promote entrepreneurship. The um, the programs here are very competitive. The templates are um, really uh, accustomed to. The horizon templates not the same of course but the the logic is the same so you can understand that the effort to develop a proposal even for the national funding programs is um it's um i would say equivalently um equal i mean to applying for an eu scheme so Uh, yeah Mm -hmm. this is a realistic information here
0: you know what i'm very bad in, in in when i do these podcast interviews Mm. I'm very bad in finishing my own question. So I have a long fly into a question and then I f- forget to to, to uh, or to to get to deliver the point in the end the point is. For instance I had this guest George uh, in this Summer Struggle episode and he had managed to uh, to release some of the pressure because he had been winning a handful of proposals for clients where he was a partner himself involved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he could he could as a he was a one man one man band, right? Uh standing with a drum on his feet and like, a <laughs> figuratively speaking. Uh but he managed to to as a as his own business model there to he, because he won these things to over the next years he could he can lower his shoulders a little bit and and not and being able to say no I'm not doing September calls anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. to 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 go back to where we started from, reloading the batteries. So he could now allow himself that that luxury. And I think maybe I you have a prop very for sure in your team, uh, Celia, and so on. It had a look at this. So what is ours? What do we have of projects in that we are being funded as we are doing go over the summer hours that we can write off. So, we are not so much under pressure, I guess.
1: Well, uh, as I said, we had a very full uh, two years of submissions. Okay, Um, We are very happy because we had amazing results over these past two years. Uh, So, we had a lot of new projects coming in. But at the same time, it's also a priority uh, decision on which actual, let's say, programs you want to submit uh so i mean you cannot be uh, uh an implementation uh, factory so you you really need yeah. to decide the, the thematic areas and the programs yeah. that you are uh, willing and able to submit and if if it is successful then you you need to make sure that you also have the resources to to implement <coughs> yeah, the, uh, this. this 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 project and uh, i will i will kind of repeat myself here but uh it's, uh, it's one of our basic principles in the Grand Expert team. We really want to, first of all, be involved in projects with a real impact, clo- closely related to our, let's say, uh, priority areas in the company. And second, we really want to be very good at what we do. So quality is important for us.
0: Yeah.
1: And having a team which is motivated and efficient and...
0: Uh, these are these are these are episodes uh that could be isolated episodes and I will dig into these kind of things because um I have myself, for instance, been sitting with because of the business model of Horizon Europe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because of the success rate, saying you need to do X, Y, Z amount before you can take home a success fee, right? Mm-hmm. Stat- stat- statistically. Mm-hmm. Um when I was in piano, I did did propose for two years, and I won one. In the end, yeah, really. When I was leaving, yeah. So I had so my KPIs. I had to fill it up with with. Um, I couldn't fill it up with success fees, which helps. That, that eradicates immediately KPIs because it's a it's very high. Mm-hmm. So I had to fill it up with with base line fees, which is very rough because that means that you have. To do three, four proposals at the same time for each call round, yeah. mm-hmm. and that is just because that. So, you, so all company, no company says that 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 we we don't do quality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, this is why you, this is why people hire you. They hire you so you can sharpen uh, the quality of the text uh, that mm-hmm. they say reflected yeah Definitely. it's not just it's it's research reflection yeah it's not just it's a matter of being able to strengthening a research innovation text mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. adapting it to evaluators as, uh, to the conditions and so on and so forth and that when you do four at the same time that <laughs> it doesn't matter how 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 clever you are because when you do four and with the resource intensity yes it, 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 just for one you you start to it starts to, to fry your brain um mm-hmm. i can reassure you if i could have, have have done one at a time my success rate would have been much higher <laughs> <laughs> no but really yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: definitely yes i see your point and uh,
0: yeah but it's not it's just because of the nature of that business yeah it's just because it's in profit company, you know. If if they don't earn money, then they have to close. Yeah. So 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 from that point of view, if the market mm. is like this, that's just what you have to write up against or work up against as a consultant. But mm. it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's rough. Not but that. So this is something that I am going to to make episodes on. But now we're moving a little bit away from the because the four day it spills into this, but
1: <laughs>
0: but also very cosy very cozy talk we have yesterday.
1: yes yes indeed in
0: if i tried to uh to be a good podcast host here and been well around things here but what i would like to just briefly how yes how did your colleagues in general how did the team did some did some say no i don't like this at all or or did some say i only want to work like this now or how how
1: well, as I said, the, the team in its majority embraced this uh, the introduction of, of this initiative. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I think that we had some some colleagues uh, who preferred, let's say, to have uh, less hours within their each uh, working day instead of having an off an off on Friday. Yeah. So like like leaving the office early on 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 Friday instead of completely let's say scrapping Friday from from their mm-hmm. working agendas but i think it's not a matter of mindset here it's a matter of uh, personal priorities and uh, life status yeah so mm-hmm. depending on yeah. if, if, if people are married have kids yeah. and you know you know things things become uh, complicated but i must it's- say that yeah
0: it's dangerous with saying uh, I would rather work all five days with less, less hours because that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not going to. That's what we all want. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> the, <laughs> but it's correct what I say. Yeah, you <laughs> that's what we yes. all strive for. We work nine to five, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> And it's not like we sit especially as a consultant, you don't sit and stare into the wall and don't you're like, you know like you actually try to be so it's uh but I, I understand perfectly because I also have a family and kids uh, and so on yes. uh, so yes. so so yes it's uh if if you if you the twist between saying working four days until nine every evening not seeing them and then one day where you so, but yes. but when i when I yes. think back. When I think back, it was just two months not seeing anybody at all, you know, just staring into your computer. No.
1: Well, as I said, <laughs> as I said, uh, we are doing our best to help our team, and uh, speaking now on behalf of, uh, of our management team here, yeah. we are doing our best to help people maintain a, a normal working routine, okay? Yeah. Uh, we are uh, really, I mean, uh, flexible and, uh, not trying to burn out people. Yeah. Uh, we we All of us, we know that uh, during deadlines, incentive periods, intensive uh, periods, sorry, uh, then definitely we need to be there and make it for our deadlines. But this cannot really work, Niels on a full-time, all-year-round basis. It's kind of a dangerous uh, tactic, let's say.
0: Yeah, so I so I think that uh, first of all, overall, I think it's fantastic that you have done this initiative.
1: Thank you, thank because you very not much. No,
0: really, uh, it's it's uh, because I'm a I I have a lot of opinions about how things work in the in the private grants consultancy business. Really, I've been seeing a lot of of bullshit. I've been seeing mm. a lot of of very ugly. Uh, ways of working internally very uncomfortable really uncomfortable ways of of attacking different very especially this with the working hours and so on and the the attitude from managers and so on it's it's um so yeah i i have an opinion about it uh Mm -hmm. and i i i i love to see when somebody tries to do something else to to deal with this because it's it is a business where you you scare a lot of people away. The companies that do not deal with these things, you scare people away because if you want to work a lot, then you can go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a the people they can work with research and innovation and so on in many ways. They don't have to sit and 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 do four proposals at the same time and then mm-hmm. get a burnout or and have to work with that with a psychologist for several months afterwards just to get back on track yes you yes. can do many things well you, mm-hmm. you know yeah. then you get yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I see your point
0: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and it, so i this is something that i this is something that i will continuously get back to in this podcast <laughs> because it doesn't have a voice it's not something that anybody talks about I've been in a very big company nobody talks about it. not only in between them uh, bitching about conditions and so on but nobody talks about it openly uh, nobody really you know... address it you know it's uh,
1: Something that we we do in in our team, and I personally appreciate, and I think that the entire team appreciates because we, I can see I can see the the results of, mm-hmm. of this, let's say, approach or culture. I would say, yeah. we we sit down on a weekly basis and we talk. We talk to each other. We discuss openly what's yeah. challenged what's challenging us, uh, what's not working. Uh, Good things that we are applying either on a personal or a team level, and we really want to reinforce. So I think that this this open communication channel that we have with each other is, uh, you know, the the major vehicle for our progress and the unique things that we are applying, like the the, the four-day uh, work week.
0: Yeah. And and you know what? You know what else? No. Quality of management.
1: For sure, yeah. 100%. And that, that, 100%. then
0: the ones that I have they they, yeah, I'm not going to say more about that, but I've just mentioned what,
1: <laughs> my yeah, critique yeah, yeah, about yeah, this, sure. so you can, you can yourself sure. figure
0: out. It's um, really just because you're good at writing proposals doesn't mean you're good at, at leading. At, a, the, a team. At, the,
1: at the bottom line uh, of this, I would say, Niels, that it's really important to be a good professional, but at the same time, uh, really caring and loving your people, your team, being a real person and, uh, you know, embracing everything with humility and uh, pure care. This is very important. If you want to survive and uh, make the most of this, uh, of this, uh, of this profession, we are with our team, with our people so many hours within a day. If you don't have this considerate approach, I don't think that uh, any, any kind of approvals will make this work rewarding or satisfactory. So you you really need to be close to people, close to yourself and close to other people.
0: You cannot be a good manager within this if you don't understand yourself how rough it is on the people that you put to do this.
1: 100%. You
0: need to have a very high level of empathy. You need to have a very high level of Understanding what people go through, what you ask of people, and then you need to do what Cies- she has done here. I exactly. need to say I understand exactly how rough this is on you. We need to find a way to diffuse. Uh, let's try to see if we can do this. Exactly, uh, it shows uh, an uh, incredible amount of of good. Uh, management skills <laughs> definitely. No, but, and and definitely uh, and it's not just because you board the podcast i don't, I'm not petting anyone here uh but the truth no, is no, 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 i'm not pet- uh, the truth is that 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 that's the qualities you need to have if you want to make people stay
1: for sure for sure
0: and if you want them to walk the extra mile do do they mm-hmm. wanna walk the extra mile for you when it gets rough? Mm-hmm. or do they do they look for other jobs immediately because nobody is appreciating mm-hmm. what they do
1: mm-hmm. and um, uh, really uh for the for the people that will listen to this podcast we really need to highlight uh, our teams are important in this profession huh? we are not uh, working alone yeah exactly. <laughs> you cannot do it alone yeah. so
0: it, it's vital Actually, Definitely. this is the uh, this is the way I always worked. Uh, I I I did it myself. I at least I I could make those choices. And I always worked in pairs, minimum two. hmm
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you have to, simply have to. Yeah. no nah.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, no. But it's uh, it's always good to uh, to dig into these things with people who understand each other, and we do understand each other, Christina, because uh, it's uh, I've been there indeed very heavily myself. So yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. And as I said, it, really, it makes me you cannot imagine how happy to have this discussion with you today. It's really important to uh, finally have a channel of communication, and you know, come up front and and share our experiences with each other the struggles the opportunities the good things the bad things the ugly things everything why not why not and finally nils you took uh, the initiative to create this podcast series which is really awesome and i'm sure it's gonna be getting better and better with time i am 100 percent sure about that thank
0: you i hope so too <laughs> and you know what it's also there are many elements why I, i'm doing this but one of them is to create respect around what is being done in the consultancy side because yeah. there's not a lot of respect around the work that's being done. You have, yeah. of course, a, a a client segment that understands what private consultants do and yeah. have a bigger respect for the work, but you also have a huge segment of per, people with perception that is not is not really a, a respect for 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 the kind of 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 how much effort how much is actually being put into it for quality work and and resource intensive effort so it's um yeah so this is part of it <laughs> <laughs> why not, not? <laughs> yeah why not? but it's it's uh because nobody talks about this because the business themselves they don't really flag how how important and or how you know mm-hmm. it's uh yeah it's always uh very, I don't know, too humid. So, too, too humid, humid. Mm-hmm. How, what is it? Not humidity, uh, humility, humility. Yes, not humidity. Humidity,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 that's where you are. It's not, uh, <laughs>
1: that's <Optimus. true. laughs>
0: no, uh, Christina, no. we will, uh, um,
1: yes. we come to the end.
0: But I always, I always ask, it's a segment I have in all episodes I do, uh, the toughest challenge. What was the toughest challenge Doing the four-day work week uh, mm-hmm. initiative? Toughest challenge. You mean
1: mm-hmm. personally or
0: on a team yeah, level? Yeah, yeah. Personally? Uh, well, you can, you can say if you know from the company uh, level, but uh, you can
1: choose oh. yourself. Well, as I said, I think it was a matter of realizing that ah, now I have four days to do the things I need to do instead of five. So shortening the amount of time that you have available for your productivity in terms of what you want to achieve within a week. So you had to, in, in a sense, realign your work plan to include it in four days instead of five.
0: So, so what do you say? So you say that it's planning up against an unpredictable week.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes,
0: because that's what it is. It's unpredictable, yes. grants.
1: You, you wrapped it in a in a more nice manner than me. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> maybe I'm I'm just doing this more and more. Maybe I'm getting better. I well,
1: <laughs> me pers me personally, I was a big fan of this uh, of this concept, and I really did my best to. <laughs>
0: And it's not the <laughs> last time I've had you on board, um, so we will uh, we will uh, stay in touch. So what I agreed with Sylvia is that yes. we will do a, a Christmas episode.
1: Oh, fantastic. Yeah? oh very nice.
0: yeah Great. yeah yeah, because uh, my wife is Orthodox Christian, she's Romanian uh, mm-hmm. origin, but so uh, Romania is an Orthodox country, right and she has yes. Greek, she has Greek ancestors, so she shes have a sort of uh, a veneration for the Greek uh, culture and, and country and people, and so so it's nice uh, so so we so we I have been going to 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 services in the church, uh, yes. in the Greek Greek church in Arkan uh, for the four years we stayed there. There's no Greek. There is a there is a Greek um, community, Greek Orthodox community here in uh-huh. Flensburg, but they only have a, a service uh, once per month. Okay. So but okay. she she's attending it. When it's there, so but it's just to say that uh, that I know how Christmas is in the Orthodox tradition. (laughs) Uh, So we can have a nice. uh, So I said to say we'll make a Christmas episode and we will uh, we will we will share this with the listeners and then uh, in in between that we can talk a little bit about your company also from her as a manager and so
1: on. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sure it's gonna be also very very interesting. uh, uh, discussion and uh, Celia has so many things to to say. Uh, she can also share her story of how she started her own company. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be also rewarding discussion, I'm sure. <laughs>
0: Definitely. So we will stay in touch. So for sure. I'm just gonna make a. Yeah, uh, just gonna wrap this up. So dear listeners, hope you enjoyed this. Thank you for listening to the end. I am continuing the efforts of building up the, the website. I made a hub. Uh, I mentioned it also last episode. Uh, I have a hub where I try to gather links and, and resources for people. You have lots of resource gathering pages everywhere. But I I it doesn't make any sense for me to sit and talk with guests. And then when we talk about webinars or online courses or whatever, or links to, to different places... Then it, it's natural that there's a place where people can go within my universe. So I created that. Uh, so, so please check it out. I have just added some some of the webinars from the commission, official webinars on how to prepare proposals, for instance. Um, and I will continue build on the, the, the service in there for you. Else, I keep building on uh, interviews. And uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's just growing. Hope you enjoyed. Christina.
1: Thank you very much, Nils. All the best. It's, it's been a pleasure. Grants. And we'll talk soon.
0: Yes, yes, we will. Bye. Bye. You have been listening to The Grand, the EU funding.